what is your relationship like with your mother and father or other family members? Talking about relationship with our family has always been a very sensitive topic. I see lots of people found really losing power in front of their families. I also see lots of resistance towards their family. I see there's lots of love towards their family. I guess family has always been a very tricky, hard, loving topic. My relationship with my own mother has always been very challenging. I guess I would say extremely challenging until recently. Yesterday, me and my mother was having a beautiful lunch together at my home. We went out for a walk. We started having these discussions about flow state. It took me a very long time to talk to her about flow state, but slowly she's listening. Tonight we shared more information on these ideas of flow state I shared with her. I believe I can create from a flow state rather than stress. She says, I understand what you're saying, but I believe there should be some stress. Without the intensity of stress, surviving will not push ourselves forward. I was listening. I was also sharing my perspective. There was lots of resistance in the space. My mother believed that we do have to work really hard and this is how it's happening. And this is how I've been growing up. When I moved to London when I was 16 years old, my mom wanted me to be the best. As a Chinese come to UK without speaking any languages, it was really hard. Especially went to the university. I remember the first short course I did in the university before the university started. I was studying drawing and in the class, the teacher didn't even talking to me for the whole month just because my English was not good. Before I come to UK, I couldn't speak much English at all. Have to try to understand people's English, you know, especially when you don't speak a language. It creates so much fear to speak. You're so worried about people don't understand you. They say, pardon, what are you talking about? Isn't that funny? I had so much fear of speaking my whole life. <laughs> now this just makes me laugh, actually. <laughs> this is a really good one. So classic, again. I always had the fear to speak up, even before come to UK. I always had this fear of speaking because I was always worried about the judgment from others. And to come to UK without any language, it just made the situation worse. And now I'm here doing broadcast with my Chinglish. This is really, really funny. It's just because I have something to share. My English is not great. I know I have some challenges with the grammar. I have some challenge with vocabulary and pronunciation, my Chinese accents, but there's something. I feel I have a story to share with the world. 
I want to share with the world my stories, my truths, and help to inspire others to live in their own truths. I was that girl who didn't have a voice, whose voice was shutting down when she was very, very young. Talk about the relationship with the family. It triggers a different part of our emotions. But tonight, I want to share with you forgiveness. And I'm going to be sharing some of my own story, like always, about my own journey to forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very hard topic. It took me years and years, probably sometimes still have more forgiveness to do. If you are in a stage of your life, you started to do some psychology, personal development works, have some awareness with yourself. Maybe you're in this space that you finally see the patterns that you carried from your family. And you may have lost some emotional charge towards your parents. Recently, I had this conversation with one of my friends. She shared with me, after she gave birth to her beautiful twins, she started to learn about psychology because she realized she's a people pleaser. By going to that space, she started to see the patterns she's carrying from her parents. And that really, really hate her. She saw that she had a beautiful, good childhood until she started looking into these patterns. She says to me, Nancy, I feel lots of anger and hate towards my family. If you're in this space right now, that's okay. The reason I can tell you that it's okay is because I actually gone through this for many, many years. In some ways, in the beginning of the personal development work, it made the relationship worse. I finally see all these patterns and pain and all this shit and made me really resenting from my family, especially my mother. It took time. It took time to heal from this wound. That's why I want to talk to you about forgiveness. And if you're not ready to do forgiveness, that's also okay. One of the things I found very challenging with people, with myself, is we're just too hard on ourselves. And sometimes we're just not ready. Sometimes it's the timing is not right. And that's okay. Everything has its own time for opening and closing. Look at the natural. The flower blossom at certain temperatures, certain time. So Stay in the natural, stay in the flow, and let it be. The conversation I had with my own mother is about the flow state. I said to her, I don't know what it's really, really feel like to create a legendary, maybe not even legendary, could create a beautiful mission from a flow state. And to start tapping into it, I'm starting to experience this magic. But it's very, very new for me. She was much going against it. So I had a little bit challenging and debating because she 
she has always been a fighter, a survivor, because this is how she grew up, and she ended up training me to be someone like that. Back to the story. Me and my voice. When I was eight years old, I had this dream, this vision. I wanted to be on a stage and talk to people, and this vision has always been with me. I guess for twenty years of my life, that vision was feel too far away and impossible. Now this vision is coming back again. I guess it's called I have a voice. I am my voice. By going through this process, what I realized was my voice was very shutting down when I was a child. When my father and mother divorced, my mom had an affair with another man. In that space, she couldn't tell anyone she had a daughter. I had to lie, manipulating to protect my own mother as a five years young girl. For ten years of my own life, I never called her mom. I only called her auntie, because she never told anyone she was ever married. So where is this girl come from? So from very young age, I lost the sense of myself, my identity. I don't know who my parents is. I don't know why my mom. I can't call her mom. I was very confused. I guess. That really shut down my voice, because I think for a child, the truth, the only truth I know as a child, is she's my mother. I'm her child. But when that very thing was taken away from me, I was very confused. Was not only confused, but was scared, because I feel I have to lie to protect my mother. That's the environment I grew up. Lots of lying, manipulating, cheating, hurt, emotional abuse, physical abuse. In that space, I lost my voice completely. Maybe I never had it. I think that's a memory of myself. I actually had a voice. I remember one day, my mom wanted to have this skincare from a shop nearby our home. I said to my Chinese father, "Can you please go buy this for my mom?" My dad was really angry. He says, "I will go after the dinner." My mom was also very angry with me. She says, "你不懂事." What I just said is in Chinese. In English, means that you are not you are spoiled child. I couldn't understand why was I spoiled at that moment. That's the only time I remember my own voice with my family. And I was really, really sad. What my mom did was she put me outside the door, outside our home door. We were living in the apartments. I was just standing there because I have been a bad girl. I guess I didn't understand that I why I was a bad girl. Rather, I actually really cared for my mom to buy that beautiful skincare for her. I felt really misunderstood and sad. I remember I ran to the downstairs and started to running away. I guess I was very stubborn as well <laughs> as a child, and I got lost. And my family had to call the policeman to come to find me in a in a in a raining day. As far as I remember, that was only time I actually had a voice, 
and to tell my family my needs. Maybe there was another time. I guess it was the time that I guess it was the time that my family, my mom was leaving, and because she was only come to see me once a year, the final time, not the final time, the time she was at home, coming to see me, I said to my mom, "Please don't go. Stay with me just for one more night." As a child, I obviously wanted to be with my own mother. Rather than just being with nannies, who I don't remember now because I had so many, and I remember begging my mother to not go, and she left. At that moment, I feel really hurt again. I guess there was three traumatized moments in my own childhood that I remember. I shared my voice, and it was always being shutting down. Always seem like my own voice, my needs is always hurting my family, so I learned to shutting myself off. I guess this is why I'm doing what I'm doing now, is I am the voice. If a girl like me who was really shutting down, can start speaking up, maybe we encourage you to speaking up to be yourself. When we're not speaking up for our own needs, selves, and desires, we're becoming so much living other people's life. We don't know how to communicate to other people about our own needs. We end up resigning from the relationship, the people, and it's always end up really badly. But to communicate our needs and thought and voice, we always get this shutting down, withdraw moments in my own body. And this is something I had to practice in the last few years. I had to learn to say no. I have to say what I believe in. Even my mother, she's really, really strong person. So sometimes I hit lots of resistance to share with her my own true needs and desire. So relationship with the family has always been very, very challenging, and it took me many, many, many years. To finally feel the forgiveness towards my own mom, and that is very powerful. I never thought I could forgive her. For many many years, I had so much resentment, hate towards my own mom, because she was never there for me. She left my dad when I was very young. She was quite emotional and physical abusive when I was young. Moving to UK, living with her, as much as she loves me, there was lots of patterns from her family, was on her, that I felt so much pain in my own body. So really, to pra- practice this forgiveness, it was really, really hard, and I never thought I could. It took me this long time. To share this with people, one day I said to her, "Mom, I unconditionally forgive you." There was this broken moment in our relationship. Before that, our relationship was always being really, really challenging. We always fight. We always argue. It was impossible. The relationship. You no, know, sometimes when I was young, we had such a bad argument. We would actually try to fight each other, or 
sometimes I have these moments I just want to kill her because I have so much anger towards her as a mother. Especially, I never grew up with her. From that moment, I shared with her, "I can, I am unconditionally forgive you." That was a broken moment for her to forgiving herself. I think last few years, what's very interesting with my mom is she has also followed my footsteps of personal development, coaching, body, spirituality. She also done a lot of work within herself, and now she's second time divorced, and she is done so much work within herself, and it's so beautiful to see the woman she's becoming now. But I would say. That moment of me was able to really forgiving her, really shift this energy space between us, and she started to thinking about forgiving her own parents. To tell you a little bit about my own mom's story, and I know she's okay for me to share as she's already writing a book. When my mom was born, she was a third daughter in the family, and what happened was. As she was a young girl, her in China it was always about having the son. She was a third daughter. She was unwanted daughter. When she was born, her parents was trying to flush her into Thailand and kill her. I know it sounds crazy, but what we're talking about is nineteen sixties China. There was not a lot of, you know, regulations, and also that was part of the culture that they won't have the son. So my mom was sent in to the countryside with her grandparents. And I guess that's also her blessing. If she was grew up with her parents, it was it could be it could be really really bad. And when she was eighty years old, she was raped by a man. Back then in China, as a woman, you lost your virginity. It's like you lost everything. All your value is based on your virginity. Do you know what they do? They when someone married, they put this white color. White black uh napkin on the bed, and then when the woman loses her virginity, there'll be blood. The next day, the husband will hand these napkins in the f- in the front of the house to show everyone that his wife is a virgin. Virginity was everything to a woman. That was the only value to a woman back then. At eight eight years old, my mom lost her virginity, and in the countryside of China, where I'm from. Really, really poor. People was not educated, never educated, so it was impossible. What happened was, her grandparents tell her that she needed to marry this man when she's thirteen years old because she has no value now as she lost her virginity. My mom got really, really scared and sad, and then she decided to walk. Back to the city where her parents were. She thought her parents could help her. Obviously, she walked back. One day, one night, as a ten years old girl walking back to the city, when she was living with her parents, her parents made her stop going to the school. As a girl like her, lost virginity, no value, nothing, don't deserve to do anything. She was also like a housekeeping, doing all the housework in the house. My grandparents, which is my mother's father and the mother, they were not particularly nice people because they were really hurt themselves. 
My mom was very physically abused by her own mother with all sorts of craziness. Plus, if I understood this correctly, she was also sexually abused by her own father. And this is my mom, my mom's story. What a traumatized, very crazy story. And where do you think all this pattern go? Of course, it went to her body. It, of course, it sabotaged her life because we carry on these patterns. And there's so much sexual shame in my family and there was so much abuse that in my family too. And it was very challenging for my mom to take me, to take care of me in the UK because she never had a motherhood. And my mother probably behaved some part like her own parents, quite balanced towards me sometimes. But I also know she did the best she know how. So I really have to, to start to practice in forgiveness in order for me to forgive her. It's because I imagine my mother as a little girl. She was vulnerable. She was really sad. All she wants is love. As much as she's controlling, hurting me, I know she's doing the best she know how. If we started to really look at people, I believe everyone inside of them have this beautiful, innocent soul about them. But sometimes I would say blessing, they may have different type of circumstances happen in their life that they carry onto some patterns because hurt people are hurt. Are they actually intentionally trying to hurt you? I don't think so. I know some people don't agree with me and that's okay. But for me, the way I look at it is we're all doing the best we know how. Depends on what we have gone through. I probably have heard many people in my own life journey as well. When I was immature, hurtful, I was hurting myself, so I ended up hurting other people. And I carried out on all this guilt and shame for years. And that just made things worse. Because what guilt and shame actually does is keep you in the past. As long as you feel this guilt and shame in the past, you are always in this past. And you're never moving away from this. So I don't even I actually was not really in a space want to share too much of my past because I know sometimes it keeps us in the past. But tonight I talk about forgiveness. I was looking at this beautiful message I was sending with my mother. We will start having this discussion about flow state. Remember my mom, she was born in China in 1960s in a small town in China. And she only went to elementary school year four. Her English is not great. And she is doing everything she can to go to university, to write her book, everything by herself. She didn't have any family to support her. So now we are here to talking about flow state, hustle, how to create from intuition. It was beautiful conversations. And she's listening. And all this beautiful relationship I have with my mother. I'm not saying it's perfect. Sometimes we do have some resistance on things. I'm not saying this is perfect. Sometimes we do have some resistance. But I see the magic actually is really started from forgiveness. And because of my own forgiveness, my mom is actually practicing forgiveness to her own family. And you know what? Last few months, she has becoming so much happier.
loving as a person because of it. So I want you to see the power of forgiveness. And sometimes also the forgiveness is within yourself. I really, really had to forgive my own self, the amount of pain I had to put myself through many for many, many years as I was suffering so much from pain, emotional pain, mental pain, so I was hurting myself. And that carried so much energy from anger, shame, and guilt. So, you know what? I had to forgive myself. And now my life is feels so much better because of it. My energy feels so much more liberated. I feel so much happier as a person because of it. So if you are having something in your life, you know you need to forgive. Take your time practicing it. One thing really helped me was gratitude. Every day I spend, I write down about five things I'm really grateful. And that changed my life. It's such a small thing, but it actually changed my life. Before, instead of me focusing on how messed up my mom is, how crazy she is, now I'm focusing more on what she has done for me, the beautiful side of her. And the more I'm focusing on, the more my brain's rewired. There's always something to be grateful in any circumstances. Even at your worst nightmare. Maybe your worst nightmare, which your ego thinking is wrong, is actually your blessing. Maybe you got cancer today, it's actually your blessing. Maybe it's the sign from the universe that, hey, it's time taking care of yourself. I know actually many people recovered from cancer. They found their life, their life better than before they had cancer. So it depends on how you are interpreted the meaning of the circumstance. That's why gratitude actually works. Very simple. Every night, I write down three to five things I'm grateful today. It could be a message I received from a friend. Anything. The more you focus on gratitude, the more you see gratitude. The more you feel grateful. And it's really beautiful. Grateful gratitude really helped me to practice forgiveness. And thank you for listening. Send you guys a lot of love.